back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland, back in studio. 402-464-5685. Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman, text line. As always, we want to hear from you. Want to know what's on your mind? You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. See what's going on here in studio. And if you head over to YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, Share it with your friends. Tell them that we sent you 93.7 The Ticket on YouTube. Our goal is now 3,000 subscribers, so help us get to that point. Strick, Nebraska now sitting at 3-3. Three and three. Two straight wins in the Big Ten. Going on the road against Purdue. This is a question for you, and it's a question for the text line because I know a lot of people have different opinions. 402-464-5685. Where the season currently stands, so where it started to where it is now, basically everything under the sun has happened within that point of starting the season. Emotions have fluctuated. What are the expectations for Nebraska football as they currently stand? I think the expectations right now is 6-6 six and six at a minimum. Okay. I think that's got to be an expectation. Okay. It's got to okay. be – I don't care if it's the lowest bowl game – I don't care if it's the in and out bowl. I don't care what it is. It's the Lucy's Lou, Lucy Lou's uh, creative bowl. I don't care. <laughs> sure, whatever, whatever the name is. I don't give care. Give it to Just us. Just give us something. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's I think that's the expectation right now. It has to be. I think it's that for uh, Mickey as a coach. I think it's that for the team. Um, I think that's why it's important to put gold in the vault and. Preserve it like Fort Knox to try to get these uh, that as you know they secure that as their goal. I think that's important, and I think it's crazy because you say the number six and six, and you, you ask people what the expectation was before the season, and that's changed so much. And now we're sitting with a new head coach, new defensive coordinator, and that's why I'm so curious what everyone else thinks. Because, like, to be honest with you, six and six would mean. Win against Purdue, win against Illinois, and that means over the rest of this season, which would then be, let me do my quick math, four games left on the schedule, two of those you have to win. No, 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 excuse me. That would mean that, well, yeah. So say you win the next two games against Illinois and Purdue, that means one of the next four, which you talk about as the big four, when you talk about Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, one of those you have to win. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I think putting these – I always said, and I'll go back to it, I've always said these four games are important. They're important individually in the growth process of building up towards finalizing the season with those four, those last four teams. All of them – except maybe Michigan, are revenge games. Yeah. You know what I mean? P.J. Fleck wants to step on your neck. <laughs> yes, P.J. Fleck says protect too, your yeah. neck. And, and the sounds of Wu-Tang Clan. 
Protect your P.J. Fleck wants to step on your neck. He does not like Nebraska. Matter of fact, he did not like Scott Frost at all. I mean, there's no no qualms about that. That's the fact. Now, that's something to be said for as well. So then you go Michigan. Then, well, Wisconsin, I think. Yeah, Wisconsin. They're down. Just fired their head coach. They're down. You've got – listen, Mertz is bad. Mertz is just as bad as Petrus. <laughs> Mertz is bad. Petrus they, is bad. They're both so, – so in that, man, super bend don't break. Everything's caught before you. Everything is hit on sight. The minute they touch the ball, you, you make him throw all night. You stack the box, and you basically – cover everything not allowing stuff in the middle make him make throw sideline he's got to throw dimes in order to beat me that's the way i'm thinking about it do not open up the post do not open up keep a center a center safety in there to cover that make him throw fades which i don't think he can do that i don't think he can do make him beat you with that make those receivers make plays the same thing with iowa Make Petrus make throws. You stack the box. Do not let them get into play action because that's where they can beat you. That's the way you got to beat those teams. So I say this to say these four games, these last four games, I said have been critical, and I said they've been teaching points. Every game would have an ability to teach you something, right? Indiana had a little bit of nothing. They didn't do nothing particularly well. They played okay DV. Right. Then you go to a team that has no good offense, but they play great defense. Now you're going to a team that does not run the ball well, but they throw it. And you're going to see that if you get to the championship game, you're going to see that in Ohio State. They're going to throw. They got it. Jigba. They got, you know, Marvin Harrison. Harrison Jr. They got all the. They've got (laughs) weapons. You're going to see. Gucci on the field, whatever that's about. (laughs) Right? Michigan's going to try to do both. Play action. Now, their quarterback is absolutely stellar. Right. I think he is. But I think they're going to try to beat you with the run to play action pass you, but they can throw it. But their defense is good. They don't have the same fronts that they had last year. So that way, you've got an opportunity to to make some noise with them. Illinois Bielema's royal coach. He's got a well-coached team. Well-coached team. So having those teams in the top tiers of defense is going to be a challenge. But that's what the buildup all was for. Yeah. You faced Rutgers for that reason. Right. Now you're going no, yeah. yeah. to face a team in Purdue that has not allowed, what, a 100-yard rusher. Right. So guess what they're going to – they know Allen's our bell, bell cow. They right. know that. So we're going to have to do some things to kind of, you know, create some space for him. Our line is still trouble, right. a trouble point. So they're, they're, it's, it's, it's all lessons to build up to that. Yeah, that's what it's kind of crazy too that you look at the prog- the like progression of yeah. the schedule when you go from Indiana, like you said, Strick isn't very good. Rutgers, good defense. Purdue, all around good, can't run the ball. Then yeah. you have Illinois, who's ranked. Yeah, can do just a little bit of Love everything. everything. So that that progression is interesting. So this is how the season plays out. To give everyone a refresher, it's Purdue this weekend on the road. Then you're going to get a bye week before you face Illinois at home. Host, That's perfect. Well, I, I I love Illinois at home. That's why I made the double or nothing bet with Rico. And then Minnesota at home, traveled to Michigan, who's currently fifth in the country, come back home to play Wisconsin, revenge game, like you said, 
and then you finish on a Black Friday against Iowa. You've got to. Mickey has to at least split those two. He's got Wisconsin, to win. Iowa, win he's one got of them. to win one of these next two. He and then he's got to win two of the next four, wherever that comes from. Right? Would you agree? Well, that's the, but that's that's why the expectation discussion is so interesting because it depends on what you consider expectation. Because then a texter says expectations should always be conference championships, even this year. Uh, um, I think that's a little. I, I think that's not really where Nebraska is yeah. right now. But with your expectation being six and six, which I don't think is out of the question. I think realistically, those wins would be that means that Purdue and Illinois, you find a way to win these next two games. I just, uh, the thing is, like, Nebraska has overcome so many obstacles this season that basically, like, you had this curse of Nebraska or whatever you want to call it. They jump over that obstacle. They went off of a bye week. They went back to back Big Ten games. They went on the road. They went a one score game. All these obstacles. The next big one, like you say, Strick, is beating Wisconsin and Iowa. Yeah. Like, it's been, yeah. what, seven, eight years? Yeah. It, and it's like, I, I, I somewhat agree with you because then when you look at Mickey where he is right now, I, I think that when, when we talk about what's going to happen with the coaching position, none of us know. It's all speculation. But for Mickey to be like, okay, solidified, hey, this is my job. Like, I'm waiting for it. You probably do have to beat Wisconsin or Iowa. Mm-hmm. I don't you think do. you can lose to both of them no. this year. I don't. Text line help me, 402-464-5685, if I'm out of line on that one. I, I just don't think that would bode well for, for Mickey to retain the position if he loses both of those games. Because right. those teams are down. You should you should be able to not only compete. Well, Iowa's just bad. They're bad. They like Iowa, Iowa's not. And that's what gives me confidence about Illinois, because Illinois beat Iowa 9-6. to six. Yeah. And I just I, – I think Iowa was one of the worst teams in the Big Ten West. Now, that obviously could change. They were somewhat competitive against Michigan. You can interpret that however you want. Spencer Petras is bad. They have no offense. Their defense is pretty solid, but so is Rutgers. You just got to like, take care of the ball. Nebraska just got to have to take care of the ball in these last games. I mean, if they turn the ball over, they, they, they don't have that type of staunch defense yet in order to say we can make mistakes. We have to play solid games. I think that's that, that's the part of the team that we haven't seen in a while is discipline. We're starting to see we're starting to see gap integrity di- discipline a little bit more. I think mm-hmm. I saw it in the second half, but they just put themselves in bad situations from turnovers, and and that's the part we talked about. Field position, field position, they must win. If they win field position, and that comes from special teams, that comes from not turning the ball, that comes from moving the change chains. That comes from different things in order to enable you to keep the ball on the opponent's side of the field. That's where you want to stay. And if you can do that, you're going you're gonna to eventually, by the numbers, you're going to score and you're going to take advantage of those situations. Mm-hmm. You have enough weapons. Trey Palmer's phenomenal. I think still Washington's emerging. He is. Uh, hopefully Volkolek's okay. That didn't look good for him. I don't know. We don't know the But when he's already. healthy, I mean, he is a weapon. He's solid. He is a weapon. I mean, you know, Brewington's him. coming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? We know we've got a great running back. I just really hope that the line can continue to surge and get better week by week. And that's what you need, too. And I know there's a couple of videos on Twitter circulating where offensive linemen are missing assignments, things like that. Like Those are the kind of things when you look at the, the Big Ten West is 
you can get by when you're starting your out of conference schedule. Teams like North Dakota, Georgia Southern. Well, I guess it didn't really work against Georgia Southern, but you can get by on teams like that. Like the Big Ten West, like, you can't be missing assignments. You can't have mental mistakes like that. No, you can't. I mean, because these te- these teams will bully you and they'll beat you up. Uh, Texter says been saying for a few years the first standard is to beat Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, and I and I agree because. When you look at it, I don't know how much longer the Big Ten West is going to be around and how much longer that's going to be the standard per se because it's just going to be a hodgepodge of teams in the Big Ten. But if you're legitimately considering yourself a Big Ten West competitor, like you can talk about the Purdue's, the Northwesterns, the Illinois, the teams that are there, but let's talk about consistently when you talk about and think about the Big Ten West. Who are the teams that are always there? Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Every year. Every year. Even in their down years, they're winning seven, eight games. So I, I agree with the texture in that sense that if you want to be the standard and beat the standard, that those are the teams. Yeah. And, and I'm and I'm with you, Strick, and, and I love what Mickey Joseph is doing. I think that he has certainly put his name at the top of the list, if not at the very top of the list when it comes to the head coaching search. But when it comes down to it, you got you got to win a statement game. You you have to beat a team like a like a Wisconsin, like an Iowa, like a Minnesota, because that that that's what is required. It is. It is. Period. Like that that, that is. <laughs> it's what's required, and that's why you know. Listen, say what you will. That's why I'm impressed by what Illinois is doing. Yeah, because they just basically took it by the reins and they said we're owning this horse. Mm-hmm. We're taking this spot. Now they may do like. Who, who just <laughs> like they they might yeah. do like Oklahoma they could fall off the the end of the mountain but they you could. know what but you know what they did Strick they're well coached they beat Iowa they beat Iowa it, did it look ugly and did it look disgusting hell yeah would I yeah. ever replay and rewatch that game no. absolutely not because uh, it was terrible doo-doo. it was terrible to watch but you know what? At the end of the day, what Illinois can say? Boo! They beat Iowa. It was boo. It was very boo. Boo, boo. It was it was gross. A lot of that, but that's <laughs> but that's Big Ten West football. That's what people that's dirty, what we do. grimy. Yeah. And you know what? I'm okay. That's why I'm like everyone says and wants to slander the Rutgers game. The Rutgers game got me kind of excited because it showed that Nebraska can win a game like that. When's the last time Nebraska could play a grinded out football game and exactly. win on the road? Exactly. That's what they did. And had to make plays. Yes. They had to make plays. They had to make plays on defense, too. Yeah. That defense looks good. I tell you what, the black shirts look like a completely different football team. We got to take a quick break right here on the block. We got Shootout with Strick coming up next. Your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All you got to do is call 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Shootout with Strick comes up next right here on the block. 93.7 The Ticket.